I don't even listen to his podcast, huh? Dude, it's educational. And besides, I've been wanting to listen to this one. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Carly. I'm Sandra. And today's guest, Karen, who's known as Wayward and Worn in the fanfic community, has written over 100 SPN fics. She began her reader insert journey on Tumblr and then posted her works on AO3 starting in 2018. So Karen, we wanted to say thank you for taking the time to talk to us about your fan fiction today. I'm stoked to be here. Thank you very much. Good. Um, I just want to start right off the bat. When and how did you get into Supernatural? Um, I was, I literally, I can't remember what I had just finished watching, but I had just finished binging through something on Netflix and I had nothing, nothing else to watch and no joke. Supernatural popped up as, you know, recommended for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of horror movies, always have been. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and it was, I can't remember the picture, but I'm sure it was some picture of Sam and Dean looking stoic, you know, kind of thing. Yes. And it was probably around 2012. So it had been running a while and I clicked the first episode of the first season. And like so many of us, dad's on a hunting trip and everything was lost (laughs) after that. So 2012. So that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's not too far after it it actually started. I mean, I'm like a 2019 when I got into it. And Carly, I think 2017? 17, I think. Yeah. 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 So did so there was did you have any inkling? Did you know about Jared or Jensen from anything else before that? Nope. Okay. nope. And it took me a solid year to get their name straight. <laughs> <laughs> My husband yes. still can't. <laughs> I do be like that sometimes. I, I knew nothing going in, nothing at all. And okay. it was a it was a slow progression. And then one day I turned around and was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> so were you hooked immediately, like right, right off the bat, like with the first episode, or did it take a little while of like watching the episodes and really starting to connect? The, you know, the first, because being, being a fan of horror movies and, you know, for, like I've been watching for ever, cause I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the, that end of the, that end of the, of the yeah. grid. That's MJ. me too. Yeah. That's me too. Oh, <laughs> so, horror movies have to take, you know, have to really do something special to get me, to get my attention. So, you know, monster of the week wasn't something I'd ever really seen. So it's, I was pretty much in, in you know, in the first two, three episodes and it was, it was just. And there was, there was so much to, you know, so much more to see. Mm-hmm. So, how, did, yeah. how did you feel when they started to switch? Because I feel like there was a big change, like maybe by the third or fourth season with like Monster of the Week kind of not being a thing. Were you still as into it by that point? Like at that point, was it just because now Sam and Dean had also like, you know, just like gotten ingrained in you as well? Yeah, it really had. Because I, you know... And some some things just absolutely go right over my head until somebody mentions it, like the 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 transition between like the end of season five to season six, and when writers would change. I wouldn't have noticed any of that mm. had I not seen it, you know, reading about it later on. Okay, you know, so I just I was you know unless they had done something really really like completely out of character or completely just 
changed everything. Like suddenly went to like spaceships and sci-fi. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I was one after the first couple seasons. Like here we are. I'm in the whole time. Ah, now are you? Um, did you like one brother more than the other to start, or? Okay, you're gonna. One of you is going to hate this, <laughs> and one is going to love this. And I apologize in both directions. I did not know for a really long time which brother I favored, if if at all. Mm-hmm. And I found uh-huh. a friend. I found a friend at work that also watched Supernatural. And it was one of those days where it's like, you watch Supernatural too? Oh, great. And she randomly got me a necklace that said Dean's girl. And okay. when I got that, when I got that gift, I'm like, all right. Is <laughs> that how you made your decision? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It helped. <laughs> oh, well, I've noticed, and we'll talk some of your, I, I see there's a lot of, there's a lot of Dean love, but there's also a lot of Sam love in a lot of your fiction. So I'm interested in like exploring that a little bit more too. Yeah. So I love us, please <laughs> come help me. I swear everyone Harley. that we have on. No, like, that's I love not Dean true. So <laughs> it is true. <laughs> and it's not fair. It's absolutely not fair. It is not fair. No, I fully agree with you. I agree with you. And some of my, and some of my, Sam, Sam pieces, and I can't even like bring it, think of them like right at the moment, but there are some of mine that are like, this is damn good. And they don't, he doesn't get anywhere near as much love as he should. I agree. Yeah. What? You know what? I noticed that as well. Posting Sam and Dean reader inserts. You, you post a Dean insert and you're pretty guaranteed to get a good reception. You post Sam and people are like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or you get, or you get like the really, the very, the the very, very, you know, the big Sam fans. They're right there, right away, and it's like those are my, those you're who I'm writing this for. But yeah, yeah it's, you're it's, my people. Yeah, it, it's not fair. It's absolutely Aww. not fair. Why do we think that is? Any any thoughts or or anything? You have eyes. <laughs> Sandra. No. Did you lose your eyeballs? I I no. <laughs> I get it. I like. I think you're all wrong, but I have eyeballs mm. and I get it. You look at Jensen and you're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Mm. Sam's got the hair and that puts a lot of male attracted people off. And I, I, I get that. I'm not mm. one of them, but I get it. Yeah. I don't think don't, that's necessarily the case, but I really, I really don't know. I, I don't know why that is. It's not because I mean, there, are, I mean, there are some, I mean, it can, it, it depends on, you know, what the, what the image is, what the picture is, what it's from, what they're doing, what the character mm-hmm. is at the time. I mean, there are days where, you know, Jared kicks the crap out of Jensen. There are some days in those those images, they're just hands down. And like, uh, like I'm a huge fan of Soulless Sam. I don't know why. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, Soulless Sam, hell yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. And I know, I don't think it was always like that. But like something happened where all of a sudden, like, you know, Dean, Dean outweighed Sam. I don't, it, it bothers me because I'm, I'm guilty <laughs> of it too. But I don't know why. I don't know. I got, I got nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those mysteries. Like you know, yeah. blondes or brunettes. Just one of those yeah. mysteries. Yeah. Brown eyes, green eyes. What do you like more? Yeah, I don't know. I just, it's, I, nope. 
Well, we, we like to say when you, when you know, you know, so that's kind of like, I think how that was too, um, yeah. for me for a while. So, um, so we've established, you're not a Twitter, Twitter person. When did you nope. start using Tumblr and was Tumblr sort of like where you started with your fan fiction or was it more like just Tumblr for communication and then you fell into the fanfic part of it or how did that how did those two have, things work together? Have you, it's an older, it's an older meme, but it's a, it's a meme of somebody like running and jumping into this gigantic sinkhole. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. I didn't even know what Tumblr was. And I was, you know, I was one of the people who fought leaving my space for a really long time. So, <laughs> but uh, Facebook I, you know, I started seeing more and more supernatural stuff and I started seeing the, you know, uh, we have a gift for that. The, that whole supernatural fandom has a gift for everything. And I started following those and that's where the tumblers started popping in the names of Tumblr. And so I went over to Tumblr to see what was happening. (laughs) And I knew, I knew that, you know, this might be a, this, this could be a big deal. And I went over up to Tumblr with a, with a different ID and, you know, there's more and more, more and more and more and more. And then you start reading, you know, you start reading the fan fiction. I started reading the fan fiction. I started reading about the writers Mm. and I said, you know, I wound up saying to myself an awful lot of times, like these people are just like me. These people would understand, you know, just Everything, without going into a gigantic sob story, everything went, everything changed for me in 2014. And literally the night of the um, season 10 premiere. Um, And uh, my, like I said, I don't want to get into a big sob story, but something, something bad happened and everything changed that the night of the premiere and the supernatural fandom suddenly became something, something else to me. And so when I went to Tumblr and I started just looking around as an observer and finding that there are people that I could relate to, I remembered that I actually used to like to write. Mm. Mm. And that's when Wayward and Warren came out. Okay. So that's how I got to Tumblr. And it took me a while to figure that out because it's I've been on Tumblr for you know for a few years now. I didn't. It, it took me a while to dig back and remember where it came from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did you did you see some people that inspired you in particular that then you reached out to about writing or was it more? I see these people doing this. Let me give it a shot. Or were you a little bit more of like um. Cause I know did, I myself. Did you have a friend to, that yeah. pushed you into it? Yeah, because I think I I I did it sort of more by inspiration. Carly got kind of pushed back into it again. So was it more just your your experience? I, I am the only I am the only one that I know that does this in my circle of people that I can like walk outside and go poke in the face. Uh-huh. You know, a lot. Of oh yeah, same. Are. Yeah, same. So, <laughs> It was it was a digital person that was like, "Hey, do this." Digital poke. There there were two two writers that was just I was blown away by their um, their talent in writing, and one of them they're both I don't have one of them I think I don't know where she went. Um, She was but she was a Sam. She was a Sam fan, and her handle was Saxology. Hmm. 
She was a huge right. Sam fan. And then another one was uh, Kitten of Doomage. And both of their writing was just, I can't, I couldn't believe that they weren't published. Mm-hmm. And, I've read and, Kitten of Doomage. That name yeah. is really familiar to me. Yeah, they're, they're a fantastic, fantastic writer. Um, and I believe she's in the UK, I think. Oh. Um, but anyway... Oh. Um, my first, my first writing was, I, I think it was, I think it was Saxology was having, was having a, um, it wasn't a contest, uh, a challenge, a writing challenge. And it was a short one. And I thought, why not? Cause I, I kept coming up with my own, my own ideas and not doing anything with them. Mm-hmm. So I took a shot and I posted one and just on my own. And I found, I didn't really talk to anybody one-on-one for another couple of years after that, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't really talk to anyone directly for quite a while. But were you continuing to write? Yes. Okay. Okay. Were you, were you getting good responses from, from your writing, like right, right away, or did it take a little while to it took a little bit, but I mean, everything, like I never, I never turned on, um, a non on my profiles. Okay. Oh, so I didn't. And I wasn't really looking for it. Like the likes were enough Were you know, were, were, you know, enough for me to get the notifications. It was, it was, there was kind of like, it was, it was really kind of addicting. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey, yes. Yeah. And the followers and, you know, I can't even, yeah. And I just, I just kept going. Cause the ideas kept coming. It was, you know, it had been, it had been so long since I was carrying around a notebook and just writing, you know, anytime I could, I started keeping a notebook by the bed because of course the best ideas come as you're falling asleep and telling yourself you're going to remember just never happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So with your, with your writing, you said that you, you know, you got back into it. When did you, when did you start writing prior to Supernatural and was it fan fiction or was it just like original writing, original pieces? A million years ago, when I was in school, I was going to be the next Stephen King. Um, okay. So I, I, you know, I started, started writing in uh, uh, high school, pretty much. Uh, and there was fan fiction in high school, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't called that then. It was just, you know, scribbles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know anybody else did stuff like that for, you know, until, until the advent of social media. It's like, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd written, you know, I'd written some fan fiction in, you know, in high school and some of my own stuff and a few years into college. But then after that, life got busier and I, you know, I kind of fell off it and I forgot. And I never really thought, I didn't know if I was good at it or not. It really didn't really, I, didn't dwell on it too long. I just, I just, one day I didn't anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't even mm-hmm. realize it until I was like, Hey, I wonder if I can still do it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a very similar kind of thing of writing in my kind of like late teens and then life just went, ha you don't have time for that anymore. And you never right. plan to stop. But one day you go, yeah, I haven't done that in ages. Yeah. It's, and- but I, I kept collecting notebooks and pens. <laughs> 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 like you could never have enough notebooks and pens because when you need nope. one they all run away I so know. Fun I, I mean, bother. I'm surrounded by them right now and if i needed to write something down i couldn't find a single one yeah i have to, i keep special pens in the house because my husband will write with anything 
you know, he's the kind of person who like, you know, like cut his finger and write in blood with a stick or something. And I like nice pens. So I keep nice pens in the house. And inevitably I will need to write something down and I'll be like, where have all my pens gone? Why have you stolen all of my pens, guys? You have so many shitty pens. Go get one of your crap pens. Stop stealing my good ones. So I actually, I actually had, um, I actually had, uh, and it, it's kind of fallen off now, but for a while there, especially when I was writing a lot, I had writing pens and I had work pens. I wouldn't, yeah. I would, I had special, I had special, oh yes, Dean was, Dean was green, Sam was purple, um, <laughs> Cass was blue. Uh, oh yeah, I had special, and they're the gel pens, they're the really good ones, like, oh yeah, they got the good yeah. ones. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you, you got to be comfortable, work is work, and you're just scribbling down whatever you're scribbling down, if you're sitting down to write, and especially mm-hmm. in, like handwriting, yeah, mm-hmm. you need nice pens, fully on board with that, fully on board with that. I'm completely non-linear. Like I will have, and that's another reason because I color code a lot of things in in regular life too. So like I would be writing like, this is something Dean would say and I'd write it in green. And I was like, I would like be in the middle of a Sam fit, but it's like right in the middle. <laughs> there's green. So I know that that doesn't belong there when I'm trans, you know, transferring it into the computer. Oh my yeah. gosh. So your process is, is really, is it still just like writing in a notebook first? Like are, do, do yeah. your, okay. So do your entire- do they are are they all written out and then you just transfer over because I find that I find that amazing I used to do that I don't do that anymore I love doing it it because it's I consider it an edit because Mm -hmm. what's what's on the written page and what ends up in the computer are very rarely word for word Mm -hmm. but the funny thing is is that if I you know when I'm taking it out of the notebook and typing it out if I if it is word for word then I know it's good because it was it was as it was just as good when I wrote it as when I'm trying to bring it back out again and but I I love I love writing everything down first I don't know why because sometimes I can't I cannot write fast enough Mm -hmm. to get everything out because when the when the when the ideas are good and you know Sam is is dragging me down his storyline you know, I, I got to get it out. I have to get it out. And I, sometimes I just can't write fast enough, but mm. I have a stack of notebooks that have been, just need to be freaking used. So that's also why I write. Oh my gosh. So has <laughs> everything that you've written, I mean, in terms of like supernatural fan fiction, are, are there a lot of stories that still have yet to get posted? Oh, oh yeah. How many, how, there like percentage wise, how much would you say? There's probably a good 20% that are, that are still, nesting in notebooks but there's there's a couple that will never be never they've they've been written and I have the end but I didn't finish them because I got distracted with other things but there's some that'll never need to see the light of day but they had to get out of my head because they were so good Mm. but yeah there is is some yes that won't that that is still out there oh so Mm. You know, just just before you you move on, Sandra, there yeah. is actually science behind Karen's thing there because it's you're supposed to if you're writing on the computer and you need to go back and edit, you're supposed to change the font because it makes like errors and issues stand out to you better because you're not yep. like your eyes don't glaze over. Yep. So that's actually probably a brilliant idea to handwrite it first because then you'll pick it up when you're looking at it on the screen. I'm not gonna do that because I don't have the patience <laughs> to do that. But that's great. I love that. You're playing into the science there. That's fab. 
there is and actually part of part of my my actual job is sort of proofreading by trade and that's one of the things that i learned years ago is that when you're when you're when you're reading another one that they say is to read it backwards but nobody's got time for that oh um, no uh, god no but um to change the font and you know that's it absolutely does help and i use that one i use that trick on the longer ones Mm-hmm. because after so many pages and so many chapters, you're just, you're not even really reading it. You're glazing it because you've already seen it how many times. Yeah. And you change that font and it's like, where the hell did that come from? Mm. Now see what I do at that point is post it and put an author's note in going, I've read this so many times that I hate it. So if there are <laughs> any issues, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I can't look at this anymore. I should just change the font. That might be better, but I don't. I just, oh. it just goes, that just, when I'm at that point, it just goes out into the internet and I'm like, you guys figure it out. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, mm-hmm. I, there's, there's been a few where I, where I jumped the gun and it's, if it's a multi-chapter and I try not to do that, if I, if I'm, cause I'm like, this is so, this is fine. It's never going to change. And I post it and then I get a couple, a little farther down the line. Shit. Yep. <laughs> now the whole thing doesn't work. Oh. And then you have to like, then you have to go back and you have to like, you either have to go back, retcon it and leave a note and go, I have changed some things. Please see chapter one because it's different now. <laughs> or you yes. have to pull the whole thing down and start oh, again. Yeah. Oh, yep. yes. Yeah, I've <laughs> learned my lesson there. I don't post it until it's done, done. Till I'm, till I hate it. Till I've posted yeah. it enough that I hate <laughs> it. And then I'm like, it's ready. It's done. It can go now. I'm not, I'm not coming back to this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually, I have one. It's a, actually, it's a Samfic. I have one that I started writing in 17, I think. And I finally got to the point where I'm like, I can't keep this in here anymore because I wanted it to get out. And damn it, it's there's a few chapters out there and I got stuck. Mm. And I'm so Aww. mad. I'm so mad at it. I'm so mad at myself. So there's this unfinished Samfic out there that I just, and I won't take it down because I I, 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 I like what's up there, but we're stuck and Sam's not helping me. <laughs> He's like that, isn't he? Yes. He's like that. He's just like, nope, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> and I, I, I love writing Sam, but the amount of tantrums that that boy has when you tell yeah. him to do something and he goes, no, no, I'm going to sit here and be a giant moody baby about it. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to open my laptop and ignore you and you can figure this shit out on your own. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, maybe the what? fact that you don't write Sam works to your advantage, Sandra, because Dean doesn't do that. Dean might argue with you, but he engages. No. He'll argue yeah. with you. Sam just goes, No. No. Yeah, I find yeah. I find Sam very difficult to understand. So I guess that's why I, I don't I'm I'm intimidated to write to write Sam. Don't tell him that because you'll never get anywhere. <laughs> He'll just sit down and prop his feet up and go, yeah, well, it's a suck, doesn't it? Well, depends if that's before or after he's been running. <laughs> I just wrote something that had um running running Sam in it and where Dean is basically like being like decides to to run with him for obvious reasons because there's a, a female involved that he wants to you know get his attention and yeah that's I think that's that's when Sam's like probably like got all of his like thoughts and processes in there right like he's he's, he's in his he's in the groove he's just doing his thing and nobody else can stop him and it's like screw you guys <laughs> Sam is a bad running partner because he just leaves him. He's like, "Look, there's a park. I'll pick you up later." <laughs> just fucks yeah. off. Later, sucker. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. I'm so, so glad someone else experiences yeah. that when they write Sam. I thought it was just me. I swear to God, I thought I was like, I'm a bad writer and that's why he won't behave for me. But apparently, nope. no, apparently that's just him. Nope. That's so just that's just him. That's just him being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. It's just a moody, <laughs> angsty baby, and you can't mm-hmm. make him move until he's done being a moody, <laughs> angsty baby. Nope. Well, I'm definitely not writing him now. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, no, one, we put Sam. You off writing Sam because you no, have so many plans to do. No, that. I told you, I, I, I did. I started a Sam one, but I'm like, I was four or five pages in, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, he won't help you. Yeah, so Indeed mine's just will kind help of you. there. Mine's just there, there waiting. Yeah. When, yeah. yeah when they, well, like with, but even with both of them too, because even sometimes with Dean, depending on what it is, it's like mm-hmm. when, you know, when they're easy to write, they're so easy to write, but when they're not, there isn't, there isn't, there isn't a force under God that's going to get that out of you unless it like until like three o'clock in the morning, it's like, there's the answer. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, I wrote a Dean. It was, it was meant to be a one shot. It was meant to be a one shot and they were going to have an argument and then they were going to have angry makeup sex and it was going to be great. And then Dean put his foot so far in his mouth that I had to walk away for like a week <laughs> and just go, figure some shit out, guys, because I don't know what to do now. And I came back and like he figured his stuff out. But I, I just had to put the whole Google Doc down and just be like, no, I, ca- I can't fix this. I don't know why you've done this, but I can't. No, this is not. I- and it ended up being like three chapters because mm-hmm. he just went foot, face, all the way in. And three seems to be the magic number, too, because I had one uh, uh, shiver shot was supposed to be a one shot because it was going to be a play on shiver shot. One shot. I was so damn clever. And Demon Dean's like, nope. (laughs) 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 The hell you are. They're not helpful at all in different ways. So is it is it a certain because now I'm I'm curious. Is it a certain incarnation of like Sam or Dean? Is it a certain point in time of Sam or Dean that gives you all these situations or like problems? Or is it like is it when he's is it when he's Demon Dean? Is it is it earlier in seasons for Sam? Is it Soulless Sam? Or is it um like later season Sam? Or is like what's what's the What's the crux of it that's kind of like sometimes gets you in that spot? Like, why aren't why aren't you behaving? Is there a certain theme or something you can you can pinpoint um, to? It's it's it tends it's, it's I feel like I lean towards when they're like, you know, because they can be they can be giant assholes just on a regular day, like just on a regular mm-hmm. Tuesday with no apocalypse, no <laughs> no you know, no demon blood, no soullessness, no nothing. But I think when they're just helplessly belligerent it's 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 more fun to write them at times like soulless sam blood drinking sam or mark of cain dean and demon dean when they're just so you can you you, they they can i can forgive them saying any matter of stupid and mean shit because of this Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. those sometimes are the are the when they're the most sometimes when they're when they're the most difficult to write and they're the easiest to write all in one it's hard to explain but it's just i know that you would do that dean but damn it can you just <laughs> dial it down a minute you know? <laughs> i think it's when you get more into like just like when you when you strip away all the facades that they were getting to play with right like i feel like getting them on a more like human level sometimes is when 
it's harder for me to like, you know, write them and try to get into their mindset where when you've got like these great, like Mark Cain or Demon Dean or Sola Sam or um, Samifer, like all those different things that are going on um, gives you that dialed up to like a level 10. So you can play around with it more. And like you said, not feel like, oh, they're going to, I can get away with them doing that or saying that or, or being that way. But then it's like maybe in more of them, at least for me, I think it's more like the quiet moments, like trying to really get inside. Cause we, we are of the mindset that they, like, I'm sure everybody else is that the boys just needed a lot of therapy because they went through a lot of shit. And if they got in therapy, they would be better with their words and be able to communicate and do all the things that, you know, we want them to, to be able to do for themselves and for, you know, everyone around them. So, I mean, that's my thought on it. Um, cause I've, yeah, I, I've always struggled with the, the more emotional, mostly with Sam. Cause pretty much all I've done with Dean is, has just been like, see on his but, face. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you don't have to, you don't have to think about that. That's, that's nice. But with Sam, you try and put emotion into it. And that was the one time I tried to, I didn't want to put emotion with Dean, but it happened. And then he'd come his foot so far down his throat. I had to walk away and be like, I'm not dealing with you when you behave like this. Well, that means but, you're writing him right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's good to know. Put it right. <laughs> I will say, as someone who's writing Demon Dean currently, he's a fucking delight. He's amazing. He oh, just he says is. the worst stuff when you're like, Oh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> I'm having, I'm having oh, a great yeah. time with Demon Dean. Well, there's emotion involved, but we don't have to deal with it just yet. <laughs> At the moment, it's just all crap and fabulous. Yeah, it's, it's but it's the emotional side, especially for Sam, who I don't know if I've mentioned is an angsty, broody baby <laughs> all of the time for me. So if I'm trying to get him to like connect emotionally and I'm like, why are you like this? Mm. Just get mm. in line. Yeah. yeah. And I, think, I think part of the other thing too, when they're, when, Sam and Dean are so altered like that for whatever reason. It's, you know, it, it, it bleeds through in the fact that it gave Jensen and Jared themselves this, a bit, this, this opportunity to act outside of the box of the, of the, of the regular character. Mm-hmm. And so many of us just oh, yeah. go bonkers for that because it's like, look at the range of this, that, that he has too. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, that's where, you know, especially cause you've got, you've got, you have to have, you know, Sam's, the softer side of Sam, you know, to, you know, Dean's roughness. Cause you have to have them counter each other. Otherwise it's just watching the same dude twice. Mm. Um, but you know, when you've, when you've, when you've got, when you've got the softer one, just going, you know, soulless and, you know, we pick it up faster than his brother did. And, <laughs> but then you've, but then you've got Dean, it's like, how big of an asshole can I be? Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just so, it was so great to always to see that range and play with that. Mm. yes i just well a couple of weeks ago now i've just started season six on my rewatch and messy sandra it was like quite late at night uk time and i was like i have watched the first episode of season six and i am not happy <laughs> she came back to me and she was like okay first of all why aren't you in bed and secondly what and i was like how did he not know it's obvious from the off how did he get like four episodes in before he figured out something was wrong I, oh, I know. I yelled at her quite a lot about <laughs> that. I, I do that in the early hours because I can't yeah. sleep and I know she's still up. So I'm just like, I have problems and you're going to be the one to listen. <laughs> and now it's your problem. <laughs> uh, she, she can't fix. She can just go, we should talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, and, and then we, then we end up me. doing that. <laughs> 
that, uh, that's that's appeasing because then I'm like, good, I can make other people listen to my opinions <laughs> on season six. You you need to understand. Yeah. So well, I'm sorry. It was really <laughs> obvious right from the off. His whole face was wrong. I mean, props to Jared. Incredible acting. But I don't know yeah. how Dean wasn't just like, you're not right with your face. It was yeah. wrong. Yeah. He's so suspicious all the time anyway. He doesn't trust anybody further than he can throw him, but you just kept going. What the hell, Dean? Aww. Yeah. But but Sam Sammy's his blind spot. I mean, that's the thing too. So, you know, Sammy's yeah. his blind spot. So he's gonna he's gonna give Sam a little more a little more length of rope to hang him with than than he would other people too. So I kind of feel like it was more like, oh shit, you're back. Oh shit. And like all of that was probably clouding his judgment more than anything else. And then when things settled, he's like, oh, there's something really wrong with him. What the hell's wrong with him? What's going on? That was my thought anyway. That's what I told Carly. I don't think they were happy with that answer, but I was not I'm still not talking with that answer. <laughs> My so I'm curious if Sola Sam was like maybe one of your favorite like iterations of Sam. I, I'm guessing Demon Dean might be one of your favorite or Mark of Cain or was like one over the other. Michael does Michael Dean make an appearance in like what you consider like you know your favorite your favorite Dean? My, uh, my favorite Dean is Demon Dean. Um, only be only because when. So he when when he opened his eyes mm-hmm. and they were black, I fell off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and like every like everyone else, we knew it was coming. Of course we knew it was coming, but damn, it was that that's such and that would that cemented him, you know, as the as the because this was gonna be great. But Demon Dean, Mark of Cain Dean was a little bit more of like they're 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 close to me, but Demon is my favorite. I would love to do Michael Dean more, but I, I, it's, it's, I don't know why Demon Dean is easier than Michael Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm still really, really pissed that he was, he was Michael Dean for like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they really, they really, they really fucked up something on that. They could have gone, I mean, Jensen's range on that one was just, and I know that there's like one scene I, if I remember, if, if I was reading accurately, he was actually sick. Like Jensen himself was sick mm. filming something as Michael Dean. It's like, you could have given him so much more. This could have been so cool. Mm-hmm. And you got rid of it so fast. Yeah. They did yeah. that with and Demon I, Dean too. After Demon yeah. Dean, it was a really big Demon punch in the face. Yeah. 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 But no, Demon Demon Dean, I think if I had, if I had to say favorite, he's, he is my, Demon Dean is my favorite. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Agree. He didn't have a, <laughs> he didn't have as many options as Sam did. Sam was like possessed and soulless oh, yeah. and Lucifer and yeah. some other the stuff in the later blood. seasons, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. He did have a lot more range. Like, you know, you got you had you had Sam with the demon blood addiction, but you know, they worked through, you know, they worked with that, they worked through that, but then you got then there was, you know, Dean with his drinking that we just kind of went with mm-hmm. yeah yeah that could have been addressed that yeah. could well they tried and he just got mad and shot something so <laughs> yeah <laughs> turns out real life dean is very similar to writing dean in which <laughs> no no i won't you can try and i'm gonna sit here you can't yeah. make me <laughs> oh gosh 
so Karen, was your first was your first fanfic? Was it a reader insert? And how did you how'd you get into reader inserts? Because reader inserts, I know for me, when I do when I try to do um reader stories, um sometimes they're a little bit harder, easier, depending like the whole you, the second person kind of thing. I, oh, I think I take that to like the, the wrong, the wrong point. So how did you, was that like how you started writing fanfic or did that end up being something that you. No, I started, I started with reader insert because as soon, and there, you know, there was a whole vocabulary for me to learn too. Mm-hmm. When I started posting stuff, you know, what's a one shot, what is a squick, what is a, you know, reader insert, what is, you know, I had to learn all these different things. And, you know, when I found, when I learned what reader insert was, I'm like, that's what I was doing back in the day. That's mm. it was reader. So it was, you know, it was, I already knew how to do it. At least I thought I did. Um, so I started with reader insert and I find that I do a, well, I suck at tense. I have a hell of a time. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and fun fact, I actually have a degree in writing in English writing. Okay. <laughs> I suck. I suck at tense. Always have. And so like first person, second person, third person omniscient, it just, it's, it's mm-hmm. reader insert was easy because it's, it's easy. It was easier to ground to myself mm. um, and keep it straight. But it was also, you know, I didn't write a longer, a longer work for quite a while because it's, you know, shorter. I didn't have a whole lot of practice uh, fleshing things out yet. Um so I stuck with reader insert for quite a long time before I did any original characters. Okay. Um, and partially, <laughs> partially because I'm selfish. Else, <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm putting the work into this guy. <laughs> yep. Uh, so it was a, it was it was basically like, well, it's reader, but it's really me. <laughs> yeah. Much, yeah. That, I, yeah, at that's least, how I believe I, write. I at least kept like eye color and hair color out of it. At least I think I did. I, I have not read my first work back to myself in a few years now. And I know when I read it a few years later, I think I tweaked it a little bit, but I just didn't tell anybody. I just edited it and carried mm-hmm. on. But I don't know. I probably will later, but I haven't gone back to it because I'm just, I was happy with it then and I'm happy to leave it back there. Okay. You know? Yeah. So then my other question too is from, I seem to remember did when you went from you went from Tumblr to AO3 do did you have like do you have a master list on Tumblr still or is like everything like AO3 now like you moved everything over everything is on AO3 because I I just I tried to keep a master there is a master list on Tumblr but it's it's outdated but it gets you pretty far and mm-hmm. it gets you in it, it gets you into AO3 Okay. So once you I hope that you know once somebody's in there they can they can navigate through. Uh-huh. I I have a hell of a time making the Tumblr uh masterless links function. Mm. And you know, I, I can have it working for a while and then somebody will ask for the link to it. It never works for them. Okay. And it's it's really very frustrating because I just Tumblr is not is I mean I have a hell of a time posting you know the link back to Ao3 with you know a, a, a to get the to get the gift to show up gift gif <laughs> um, yes I you know I can I have a hard enough time getting Tumblr to put you know because it's cool when there's a picture of who it is on there and I just it just doesn't like me. yeah yeah 
So there, there is, there is a master list. I have a, I have a master list of everything that's been written, that's in progress, and all kinds of crap because I love spreadsheets. Ah, <laughs> oh god, it's so. happening again. <laughs> oh god, it's happening again. Oh god. Yes, I also like spreadsheets. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I mean, I noticed that too, like on Tumblr, because like I said, I think I was. I tried to post some things on Tumblr and I tried to use the HTML, which I'd use like when I was younger and stuff, right? Like, but there's so much more intricacies to kind of get things to work on Tumblr that it's, it can be just a lot of back and forth and frustrating. So I I just wasn't sure too, because I remember going back and looking, I said, I remember seeing like most of her stuff on Tumblr, but it seems like there's been like a shift, a shift over. Yeah. 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 How did you, because I know that we we kind of got to you via MJ, uh, Incogninja, Thoughts Like a Minefield. How did mm-hmm. you really, did you build onto the community? Because you said you hadn't talked to people like for a while. So when did the, when did the community aspect of the fan fiction kind of like click for you? I, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those things that just, you know, I just have these people now. I don't like I can't I can't really remember where they came from. There was one and I, she she doesn't pop up very much anymore really because she um she just you know life life took over, you know, mm-hmm. kids things like that. But she was like one of the there was one that was one of the first people. She was also a, she was also a creator. And she and I started chatting on on the messenger in Tumblr. Because I'd been following her stuff and reading her reading her works, and they were very good. But she posted a real life one, mm. and I reached out to her on that one, and we became friends. And through that, you know, I kind of followed her around through her recommendations, and I got some bumps because she would repost my stuff. Okay, and that's where I found you know MJ and company, and in for MJ for a couple of things like she reached out to me for something real life that I had posted and vice versa so it just it was a very small build to the community you know to, to the to the group of folks that I actually do talk to now but part of it too was the 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 pond mm. um mm-hmm. mm. I was on I I jumped into that for a while and I feel bad that I didn't stick with it because you know they put so much so much work into that it's a wonderful thing and it's still going I just, but I, I jumped into the pond and that was a really cool thing. Mm. So that's where a lot of the community came from, where it was like the reinforcement that there are really, there really are real people here that are just clamoring to, you know, connect with others. Yeah. We just had them. We just had uh, Michelle and Mana on uh, from the pond. So actually we just like, you know, explaining what it is, because that was another situation where, again, I just think I was just so overwhelmed by all of these different things, but Tumblr the pond and then discord i was just like i'm out (laughs) it's just too much so now i'm trying to get back into it again because i think the one big thing that um carly and i talk about too is like wanting more people to find our work and also finding other writers that write similarly like to us or have interests that match up and i think utilizing you know the pond as that community and just reaching out to more people can only kind of enrich our, you know, like our writing and our, I guess, wanting to write because you can only write so much. And then if you don't get responses or kudos or comments, it's just like, 
screaming out into the void kind of a situation. So it's nice mm-hmm. to know that people are are reading it, liking it, commenting it. And I think we're trying to, you know, just, I guess, get into the community more because we, we kind of like are maybe a little insular, you know, like with our small little, Mm -hmm. like three group. So I'm, I'm trying to push that a little bit more too, because there are so many great writers and people just out there to meet and discuss, you know, discuss things that you, that you love and enjoy. It's always, it's always a fun little escape. I feel like, you know, from Mm -hmm. the real world for a little bit too. Yeah, that's great. And I was, I was so over the moon when I got to, uh, we got to have MJ on because I've loved their stuff for years. And when, when they said, yes, I was like, oh my God, this is like the best thing ever. It's It's like meeting, it's like, you know, meeting your idols and not being disappointed. So it's like, it's one of those great things to just talk about, about MJ. MJ is, MJ is amazing. MJ yeah. just when when MJ reached out when I started talking to them personally you know personally back and forth it was the the writers the creators in the fandom that have the big followings and have the the biggest talent in to myself I always call them the big guns these are mm-hmm. these are the these are the real you know just gifted 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 my writing is not even you know not even close which is which you know I don't lose sleep over anything like that don't get me wrong but when you first started talking to talking to MJ, it's just you, God, you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot, a lot of my, a lot of my work too is actually when I started really writing great guns, when it was, you know, in 17, 18, 19, I was actually, it was, it was more than just escape. It was, it got me through a lot because mm-hmm. it was someplace where I had control because the outside world, I had none. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So a that and it's it's weird when you look back at how much has bled through so like if you know me and you read through my stuff and we're still talking to me like you could pick out where I got it from Mm. um it's amazing how much worked its way in but at the end of the day it's like that's where else am I supposed to get it yeah absolutely yeah you're going to get it from experience or you you know for it to feel real it's got to come from somewhere a, a thought like it again the fantasy of it the fiction of it has to come from something that you're feeling inside you're not going to want to write about this scenario unless you know you've got some connection to it or at least you want to explore i think things more right mm. like you want to work through stuff or ex- uh, for me a lot of it is experiencing things i will never get a chance to experience so writing kind of like helps with that too um right. in a lot of different ways so yeah, you've got to write, you've got to write a little bit from what you know, or yeah. what your, what your brain's trying to tell you, I think, you know, or just yeah. like, and we, Carly and I have talked a lot about how, you know, these characters do help, I think, work through so much, um, which is really kind of amazing, I think for, I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, they're gorgeous and, you know, we want to get them in bed. They're also just these amazing Um, there are these amazing foils, I think, um, that you can show a lot of yourself or parts that you're trying to work through Mm -hmm. in different ways. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're comfortable as well. Mm -hmm. I know Sandra's talked about Dean being a real sort of comfort character for her. And I feel very much the same way with Sam because he's the focus of most of my writing. It's they're, they're reliable and they're comfortable and you can, 
take on you know some of the bigger issues that might be banging around in your head because you know you've got them there and you can they're sort of dependable in that way you can put them in a situation that maybe you need to work through and they'll kind of guide you through it yep and it's yeah Mm -hmm. it's just just nice yeah yeah yeah, for a long time, I I mean, Carly knows this because I say this all the time, but like I I didn't really like decide on Dean until like the infamous season six. And I think a lot of it was because looking back at it now. I wasn't really, gonna throw you under the bus yeah, this time as well. <laughs> but looking but looking back on it now, I really think there were parts of him that I just didn't want to look at because they were so reflective of stuff I had gone through, you know, growing up and Mm -hmm. responsibility and being the one that, you know, you just, you just do the work. You just put your nose to the grindstone. You just do what you're told to get through. And then just wanting to like to, to love all over him and be like, oh, you, you poor big, big man. Like, I just want to like give you all the hugs that, that you didn't get, you know? And yeah, yeah, like not, I, yeah, we talk about fixing too. I don't like to try to fix. I I, I don't want to fix them because I think that they're, but like help them, <laughs> but like help yeah. them through things, you know, because I think that helping them through it helps you through it kind of in, yeah. in, in a weird way. So yeah. Yeah. No, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's great. I, I, I think all of us writers are just have so many insecurities too, or just not like we just don't think we're good enough. And then to get, get responses from other people that we look up to that, you know, you're doing a good job. This is great. Like I, I, I saw this, or I really enjoyed this. We, um, our friend, uh, Dandelion Dreaming, she wrote the rookie series and, um, we kind of, we connected through her and she was one of the first ones that wrote like this really long comments on one of my pieces. And that was like, oh my God, it was like the heavens opened up. I was like, oh, thank you. I'm like so excited. And that kind of gives you the, yeah, the, the need to want to connect more and then continue to unburden yourself and all of your thoughts and stuff for other people to read uh, and, and explore, explore with you too. I think that's great. I think that's great for, um, so we, we were talking to, I noticed that you have a lot of, so you have a lot of like drabbles, one shots. I am the worst person um, when it comes to plot. Like I will just, I'll start out with this one idea and then it just grows and grows and grows. And it's like, I want to slap myself in the face and be like, why can't you just write a one shot? I've written a couple, but it's so hard for me to distill. He doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard. So did you. Did you find that just more like a go-to or is that something you really have to work at with one shots or is that easier for you? Like what's, how do you get them? How do you get them so short, but just so great? That's my question. Like, how do you do that? Because I, I feel like more is better (laughs) and I see so many people do less is more. So how, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've got, I've got a long answer and I've got a short one. Which one do you want? Give me the long one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm curious. Okay. The, the, the long one is that actually the short one has to go in with it. The short answer started off as I write them backwards. Um, You, if you, I, I've, I've noticed that I do this a lot, that I love leaving stories on cliffhangers. I love that one zinger, that last zinger line. Mm-hmm. Ah. And, more often, and more often than not, 
that's the first thought of the of the work. Mm. So the writing to get to it is I'm hurrying to get there. So I write out the one the 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 short stuff is easier for me to write than the long ones because I either meander far too much or I struggle to give it more substance. I have an easier time writing the one shots and the smaller ones because I am not I don't I don't want to I don't want to say I'm hard on myself but I don't I I give myself the freedom to not have to detail every as deeply as I do on the longer ones. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So are you, are you still kind of plotting in your head a little bit though, or is it really just focusing on the scene, the feeling, the, the moment kind of thing? A lot of it, especially in the beginning, it was always the moment it was because I have, I have an entire, I have an entire like 15 page document of all one lines Mm. that I came up with in random, like on the way to work in the middle Mm -hmm. of the night, you know, just random statements that when I, sometimes if I'm working on a longer one and I get stuck, I go open that and pull one of them out because they're, they're, they're thought, they're, they're thought growers. They just, they're, it's something I came up with and there's what I, the rest of the plot that I came up with at the time is attached to that statement. So when I go look at it in the file, it's like, oh yeah, and I can throw it in here. So it's easier. I have a hard time sometimes with more. Mm. So I, I have an easier time writing the less. Okay. So do you feel, cause Carly's, Carly's dealing with this right now. So you feel that cliffhangers are, are cliffhangers. Okay. Cause they're, they're, oh, no, they're, they are not <laughs> because you're not no, enjoy. No, but, but, but in terms of like uh, that, I guess a story doesn't have to be have to have an ending to be complete, I guess, is kind of the thought process, right? Like when it comes to a one shot, like it doesn't have to have a, a beginning, middle, end the way most no. stories do. No, because a lot, a lot of my stuff, because I have, I have a series, I think it's called like Moments in Time, mm-hmm. where it's just, you're just looking through the window for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, yeah. you don't know the end. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times it's like, it's quite literally the cliffhanger, the zinger at the end is where I just ran out of ideas. You know, <laughs> all I have given you everything up to this moment and I cannot give you any more. But, you know, also having grown, you know, having grown up watching horror movies, find me a horror movie that has an ending, you know, mm-hmm. find me a horror movie that has a definite, you know, this is why it happened. Yeah. And this, you know, you know, it's just, it's how my it's how my brain is wired to process that stuff. I just and some some things do have endings. Some things are just very much and they lived happily ever after. Yeah, because I can't write, I can't write angst to save my life. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, <Good. laughs> it hurts. I said angst that hurts. so confidently. Like what I'm currently writing is an angsty. <laughs> yeah. I I'll read it. I will cry for it because it's beautifully written for, you know, but I, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not, I'm great at writing it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, I don't write to hurt. I write to feel better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I fully agree. I fully agree with that. Did I, did I answer you or did I just you, completely go off to the? No, no, I think you did. I think, I think it's like focusing on the moment. I think, so I like, Outside of fan fiction, I, I write romances. So in my brain, it's always, you know, how they meet, what's the conflict? How do we 
how do we end up in the happily ever after? So for me, I think that's why one shots are such a, like, just a slut. Like, I'm just like, I'm just like trudging through like mud and like, it's just like, it's, it's very intimidating just to focus on the moment. But then I'm like, but that's what my stories just are. They're just a lot of moments threaded together. So I kind of have to get out of that thought process. I, I, I have too much character stuff sometimes in my brain. And I think getting yeah. out of that is probably, it's a good exercise, I think for me. Like I said, I've done a couple that I really, I'm like, oh, these are kind of nice and they're they're not very long and they actually do pretty well. And I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I should try to do these more instead of write this 80,000 word thing that's never going to end because then I come up with another idea for these characters and then I've got to do another, you know, another addition to that, another addition to that. So yeah, sure. it, it helps. I think Carly, does that, we were just discussing like your current work in progress too and how like, you know, not having to give them a happily ever after kind of scenario it doesn't necessarily have to be the thing. Yeah, but it, it, it does in my mind, unfortunately. I know, I know. I That's can, the thing. I've, I focus more on like a snapshot in time. So just a scene, just a just one thing and I will let the reader fill in what might have happened before and fill in what happens after, but it has to end like at a reasonable point. That's why I've commented in an author's notes so many times. Why do my fix always end with people going to bed? Why, why do they always end with people falling asleep? Because that's a natural ending point. You don't like right, and then they got up and had breakfast. I mean, sometimes you do, but still. And I, and I don't know, I just, I don't, I don't like it being, I don't mind some things being open to interpretation, but I need you to know that what I want to tell you is finished. That mm. everything I wanted to share with you, it's done now. So I'm currently in the situation of having written something and then having a buttload of ideas for how it started and having no idea of where it goes from here. So naturally I went, well, I'll just write how it started. It's fine. It's fine. And there's a whole heap of plot gone into that, which I don't, I don't plot particularly well either. That's why I write one shots and snapshots and things like that. And now I'm like, I have to make this right somehow. And just before we started recording, Sandra was like, we don't have to. You could leave it as it is. And I'm like, no, I can't. No, I can't. I have to, I have to end it in some way. Cause if I leave it where it is, it it, it ends really ambiguously. And there's no definite concrete. I'm not done telling you what I wanted to tell you. It's, it's only hard the first time. You get used to it. <laughs> That's it. I've taken a step into into male male fix and now i'm gonna abandon all of my previous writing uh, ethos and start leaving cliffhangers all over the place uh, well, at, at the end of the at the end of the day the best thing about it though is that you get to you can do whatever the hell you want yeah yeah, yeah. And we're that, our that harshest critic too so i mean like we're always like, we're always the hardest on ourselves too so i think like True. realizing that we could try different things and it's it'd be okay yeah yeah so i wanted to ask fanfic tropes that you love and hate i don't i don't really there's i mean there's stuff that i that i i don't really actually i just scroll i just see what pops mm. um you know one of one of the ones i tend to gravitate to is uh you know enemies to lovers that's one of my favorite ones because i always love that fight that inevitable fight <laughs> yes because um, there's there's always somebody yells something they didn't mean and <laughs> it's all out in the open um <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I just, I just love that. Um, 
you know, the, the, you know, getting in each other's way uh, kind of thing, but it's the, the stuff that I, that I don't, that I don't really, you know, I certainly don't seek out and I don't, but I don't begrudge writers or readers of it. Um, Non-con, dubcon, uh, uh, wincest, you know, anything, anything overly violent. I don't, I don't go for anything, anything along those, along, you know, those lines or anything, but, and that's more of, um, tag. Sorry about that. But, um, Mm -hmm. no, the, the, just the enemies to lovers is my favorite one. I don't really think about it, to be honest. So then you don't really, do you do a lot of searching on AO3 or is it, are a lot of your stuff, what you're reading, does that still come via Tumblr or do you do a lot of reading of just whatever suits your fancy or whatever pops up on AO3? I have my subscribes on AO3. Okay. So when they, when they pop up, like when um, MJ writes, you know, that the, their stuff pops up for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other times if I'm, you know, I really don't have as much time as I used to because mm-hmm. I got a new job last year and I actually have to work all day. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just, no, I just kind of, I, I, I click on, you know, I go through, I read, I look on Tumblr and if it takes me to AO3, fine, but I look for my stuff through Tumblr. So I follow tags through Tumblr. Okay. Right. How, how complicated is that? Cause like, we still like, we're like, I, like I said, I was on Tumblr, but how complicated is like searching with tags? Is it, once you get the hang of it, is it pretty, is it pretty simple? It is because I've noticed that Tumblr loves nothing more than to help. Mm. So, you know, if you, if you've clicked on, you know, a tag once or twice, it's like, here's more crap that you might like. It's a show <laughs> for me. You know, I've yeah, never, I've <laughs> never actually, like, I've never been like, I want to read something about this and I've had to go looking for it. I just opened Tumblr and I was like, Hey, there's one. And it just takes you down the rabbit hole. Okay. Okay. So it can get you to, but now are you a person that has a lot of tabs open or how do you, how do you, how no. do you No. Okay. Not a tab. No. Okay. All right. I'm not. invariably that one tab is going to start playing music and I'm going to have a stroke and it just, just not. <laughs> oh, we are different people. I'm, I'm the master of all the tabs. I have so many. If I have a lot of tabs open, it's because I'm really like, like just on a mission to get to something. And then when I see that they're all open, I'm like, oh, oh God. No, I'm just, see what happens is like, what's going to happen now is I've got your profile open on AO3. So I'm going to go through and I'm going to start like, and I open everything I've read in a new tab so I can keep going through the list on AO3. Then I have like a nice, a nice collection to read. And then what will happen is something else will happen in life and I'll go, I'll come back to that. And when I come back to it, I've forgotten that I'd opened all the shit up. So I start like a new search or a new thing. And then I'm, there's, there's a lot of tabs open and I don't know where I am anymore. <laughs> well, I will, I actually, I will do, or I used to, um, if I was, if I was following, like there was actually a, like a live updating to a fic in progress. Like, you know, last, you know, last Wednesday was chapter three and that's chapter four. And if I've been yeah. gone for a while, I will go open those multiple tabs and then plow through them. Mm. But okay. that's the only time. Cause I don't no, I don't, I don't tend to have a lot of tabs open. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I am not. I am not here to say that my idea is a good one because it is not. <laughs> because the amount of time Sandra has gone, you should read this. And I go, I will read that. And then it's four months down the line. And I go, hey, you remember that thing that you told me I should read? And I, I like, it. I, we, we discussed it in a podcast episode and everything. Yeah, I just read it. 
I still haven't read Fun Buddies. It's open in Aww. my tabs. Mm-hmm. It's You'll get to it eventually. It. You'll get I'll to get it eventually. to it. I'll get to it, but not not now. So <laughs> one so one of the things I noticed going through your your library on AO3 was that you you have a lot of Sam Dean reader. So what what is it just because you just want to be able to have it all? Like you just want to be able yep. to have yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. There are in, in in some cases though too, there are some where it's like nobody can this is kind of I don't mean it like this, but I'm gonna say it. Nobody can fill this slot with Sam. <laughs> nobody can, you know, there are some where it just has to be one or the other, but there's others where it's like, no, I want everything. <laughs> I was reading um Midnight Midnight Things. Midnight. Um, oh, and I liked how you went from it was Dean, then it was Sam. Then they were sharing <laughs> and Carly had a, Carly was like, oh, that's, I need like a schedule or I, I, need a I could not, you could not come to me every day and be like, pick a brother for tonight. I'd be like, mm, no, we got to, I need a table and a spreadsheet. And I need like Color percentages coding. of who's got the most, that, like I, I need it. I know that's too much. No. Midnight and midnight things is, is an is an example of writing backwards. Okay. The, the final thing that Dean says is where it started. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I go. I'm gonna back. look right now because I have it. Because I believe because I believe he said something like, "Well, neither one of us knows what silent means." Or it was it's something along. Because for some reason, nothing is funnier to me than Dean's angry voice breaking the silence of the night. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why. Uh, I just love listening to him. That's my thing. I just, he can, he could just read whatever and do whatever. I just, I'm of the mindset that you don't, you don't want to like, you don't want to, don't make him not speak. (laughs) I want him to speak through all the things. (laughs) She feels, she feels very strongly about this. I just, I I know you said that you don't like Wincest Karen, so I won't, I won't dwell on it, but I just kind of tiptoed over to Wincest from Rita Inses. And I was telling her about this fic I was writing and she was like, are you going to gag him? And I was like, yeah, maybe. She's like, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't gag him. I want him to speak. And it was in my head for the whole time I was writing it. Like I had some threat in it and I was like, that's an idle threat. <laughs> so don't gag him. Oh. Just feelings about Dean Tom. And I, I fully get on board with him. Yeah. Yeah. There's just something about about him and his voice. I'm just like, please give it to me all the time. I just, I just need it. I feel like it's such a, like, integral part of fiction anyway like why would you like when when you write him you want to hear his voice and you can, if you can hear his voice in your head as you're writing it I feel like you've gotten it you've gotten it down like I'm oh, sure yeah. the same thing like with Sam like if you if you write something a certain way and you can hear him say it then you've got it it's done and I love what some fanfic authors do with Dean's mouth and his voice. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, one of the things I really like too about, um, like MJ was one of the first ones that I felt really got Dean. Like I just felt like as a character, not just sticking him in situations, but just Definitely. got him. And I really, I appreciate that when that, when that happens um, with authors. Cause I know it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of, it, the boys are a lot of work. I wanted to ask because I know we've kept you a while. What are some of what are some of your like all time favorites that you've written? And then 
what are some of your favorite like um, fanfic authors too that you like go to time and time again to read their stuff? The some of the, the the ones that I'm some of my favorites that I'm most proud of, like I said, is grocery shopping sucks because okay. I just think it's I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, HCN Hunter Care Network I think is one of my first really worked on longer pieces that I was proud of when it was when because that one I actually you know I set out to write it from beginning to end and damn it I wasn't going to post a single thing until it was done okay and I didn't but I still wound up changing shit because there were a couple (laughs) of comments on 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 a couple of the chapters like you know I can't wait to see what they do with this and I'm like "Uh oh (laughs) (laughs) so there was a panic fix a little bit I'm, I'm proud with I'm proud of how that one turned out okay um uh, you watch what is another one that I was pretty fond of. Um, there, there are all the shorter ones. Like, uh, what's it called? I've got you. I think it's another shorty because it's it was one of those where I just wanted somebody to take care of me for a minute. The Winchester seemed like a good, like good candidate. Aww, yeah, yeah. Um, another one that I like that I did because I just felt like he got the short end of the stick. Is I have a Benny fic called I'm for you and it's multi-chapter okay and that's one that I'm that I'm proud of okay right um, down because I'm usually not a Benny person but I will give it I will give it a read yeah or I adored Benny some of my favorite you know a lot some of my favorites too, too like I don't know where they went mm-hmm. <laughs> I you know some, and some you know some stuff you just kind of fall off of and and with the great tumbler shake-up a lot of things got lost and life getting in the way and computers changing over and stuff crashing but Mm -hmm. um you know mj absolutely one of my one of my favorites there's there's one of their pieces i go back to and now i can't remember what it's called but i I go back and i read it really often because what's it about i might know it if you if you explain what it's about starts it starts off after a hunt i think it's called the rules rules are rules are rules i think it's rules are rules Cause it starts like it's, it starts off cause the, after a hunt in the yep. shower room. Yep. Yeah. That yep. one just, that one is just stuck in my freaking brain. Yeah. I love that. That's a great one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, kitten, uh, kitten of doomage, uh, has a lot of, uh, ABO and okay. actually that, that those works are where I learned about it. <laughs> um, that, that's one I could never take on. I could mm-hmm. never take on writing that. So I love reading it. Because okay. it's such, it's so vivid and mm-hmm. uh, does such a good job writing it. Okay. Um, there Must Be a Lock is another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Another one, uh, Dean Winchester's Witch is one. If you if you ever watch her and I go back and forth on Tumblr. I did we, just recently. I was seeing that there's like a trend. <laughs> you guys yeah. go back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, it likes to uh, send me to... to you know, tag me in post that's called War Among Friends because mm-hmm. we have the divine, we have the divine nine and um, likes to ambush me with these, with these gifts that I can't handle looking at when I'm working. <laughs> so, but Salanta does that. <laughs> also one of, uh, one of my favorite writers. Um, and there's, there's so many that I just, I just burn through and I, I just, there's so many, I wish I could name them all, but I, I you know, I've written down these few but there's 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 so much out there in our in our 
you know, crazy, crazy fandom that there's so much good stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I, I agree. There's, there's, there's something for everybody. Right. And that's, that's okay. the great thing too. Karen, this has been great. I mean, as long as you're good with it, I'm, I would love to, um, I'd love to narrate the uh, grocery shopping sucks and probably you watch what um, we do like a little ramble on and I'll, I'll narrate those, those bad boys and you can, I'd be honored. you can get to hear me try to do Sam and Dean. I, <laughs> I would, I would, I would, I'd absolutely be honored. That would be, that sounds, okay. that's, I'm excited. Cause I've never, I've never had my, uh, Aww. anything of mine. Those are, they're, they're, they're fun. Carly, Carly really liked it when they, when they got to listen to, um, the first one that I did of theirs. And now I've, I've done many. It is. <laughs> You have done a few of mine. Honestly, it is the best feeling in the world to hear your words narrated, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And like, this is like a professional thing. And she does such an amazing job. Honestly, she'll put herself down. It's incredible. Incredible. I, I'm, I'm absolutely. I'm looking. I'm absolutely looking forward to this. And I've had a really fantastic time. Thank you so much. Oh no, thank you. We want to, we, so hopefully we can have you, yeah, we can have you back at some point. Maybe, maybe we can get right. you and MJ to come on together. That might be. Oh God. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> that would, that, I think, I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay. Well, yes. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to maybe ask her to <laughs> get if she get can it, get in touch with time. MJ. Make yeah. this happen. Cause that would Call be sweet. <laughs> Oh, Karen, this has been great. I, like I said, I've, I've, I've followed you for a while and I, I do love, I, I love what you can do with your, with your one shots and all that. So you've given, given us a lot of, I think, good tips too, about, about writing and, and how to like push through and kind of like start, start at the end, work back. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try that for. It's weird. It's weird how it happens. I didn't even realize I was doing it until I realized I was doing it. And Mm -hmm. And in, in sometimes it happens more often than I, I mean, it sounds like I'm joking about it, but you know, no joke. There are times where it's, it's almost quite literally Dean will not let me write any other story. <laughs> Sam will not let me write him any other way. And yeah. I, until I write it that way, they just won't, it, Sam won't. Can't it won't behave. Stuff. Yeah. They Laptop. won't behave. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yes. And Dean gets a six pack and then bitches just sit there and just look at me. <laughs> yep. They, uh, I'm fully, fully on board with that. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Figure it out, fucker. And you're like, guys, please, something, anything. Give me like a scrap of something to work with. And they just go, nope, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. And that's when you that's when you find yourself moving whole sections of the story to new documents because you're not going to delete it, but clearly it doesn't fit here. Yeah. Oh God. You should see my junk pages. I oh my junk pages. Do you have a lot? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're always at the, they're always at the end. Cause I have them in my word doc. So I've got, if I have like a 70 page doc, the, the work is only like 40. Mm. The, rest, the rest is all my junk. Cause I, there could be something good I can use in there later. Wow. Yeah. How yeah, do you, so how do you, how do you find it again? Like, or do you just know, do, are you color coding <laughs> things and putting oh. them in spreadsheets? <laughs> I'm usually pretty good because I can remember what led up to the, the thought I'm looking for. So I can usually remember gotcha. where it is. Okay. But actually the biggest mistake I made is, and I was actually complaining, I think I was complaining to either MJ or Dean Winchester's witch really recently. I was about to throw my computer out the window because I could not find something I knew I had taken out of my notebooks. I mm. know I had written it. Mm-hmm. I knew it. 
it's because I started using Google Docs not too long ago. I oh, oh I was so mad. okay. I found it. Start retyping anything, but I'm just like, damn it! Even though Google Docs <laughs> is way more is way more convenient in some cases. I was yeah. so kid. Yeah, no, I was I was a I was a Microsoft Word person for a really long time. I still am, like for work and stuff. But yeah, I've I've transitioned to doing most of my fanfic stuff now. It's all on, it's all on Google. Yeah, that was a hard transition. Yeah, it's so much easier because then I can just you can just share it with people and go, does this suck? Yeah, please yeah. help yeah. me. They won't <laughs> help. Please tell me Sam is pissing me off again. And I can't identify the monster. <laughs> please, please help. I do that so much. I'm just yeah. like, I'll have like three lines and I'll be like, Sandra, please just, just look at this. Cause I have an idea, but I don't know how to get from here to there. Help me. Yeah. I love Google. Oh, yeah. Docs. I love it. I get yeah. stuck all the time. That's what, and that's actually what some of the one shots are. It was going to be a longer story, but I just, I gave up. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Uh, well, it's all good totally stuff, no matter what. So whatever you shared with us, thank you. We we truly appreciate appreciate you thank sharing you. Your, your writing with us. Um, thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> you know, I mean, the one thing I really do want to say is, you know, is, is you know, I, I, I know I alluded to it a little bit, but just no joke. This fandom and the fan fiction and Sam and Dean themselves, I would not have made it without everybody it, everybody's contribution into this, this the, the acceptance, the reading of my work or the not reading of my work, Sam and Dean for just existing mm-hmm. and the fandom for ever holding everybody up this. I mean, I didn't, I, I can't believe how much I leaned on it until you're looking back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you don't know until like you're, you're through it. Right. And you're able to look yeah. back at it and be like, okay, this, this was, this was like, this was it. This was, this was what I needed. And this was, this group was there for me. I, I feel that way about Carly and, and D, especially through COVID. I know, I mean, that's kind of where we, we kind of grew our little, our little group together. And a lot of it wouldn't have, I think we, we all helped each other through like, you know, a good, a good few years of just like uncertainty and, um, you know, finding something that made us all feel a little bit better through really uncertain, strange, uncertain strange. times. Strange, yeah. strange days. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Thank well, you. Thank, thank you, you so much, Karen. Really appreciate this. And we like this. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. Yes. Really, all right. I now have to figure out how to turn this thing off. Okay. Well, if you can't, I can boot you out. Personally, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Speak to you later. Thank you for coming. Bye. Bye. She's lovely. Yeah. She is a fucking delight. Okay. So we want to thank Karen. It was a great conversation. I I loved hearing about her writing process and just all things fanfic. I thought it was great. Um, that was good to compare notes as well. How do you do things? Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that. I, I we need more of that, right? That's, that's, yeah. that's great. That's great to do. It's great to do. Especially, especially if you are like me and Sandra and suffer pretty heavily with imposter syndrome mm-hmm. it's always good to connect with other people who are like no I do exactly that and you're like <laughs> oh my god I'm normal oh thank Christ for that and also it it's really reassuring for me because I like I don't think we've ever spoken about this Sandra I've complained about like Sam not behaving to you but you don't seem to view the characters quite that way so it's it's really reassuring to me that I'm not in what well, I am insane but I'm not insane in this one specific way that yes other people have these characters have big ass tantrums on them and refuse to do what you tell them and refuse to help 
Yeah. And you just left that like, but guys, why? So if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at idling in the letter D Impala. If you'd like to make your voice a mail, check the description for a link to send us a voice message. You can find links to our personal socials and our AO3 accounts in the description. And there's also a link to my author website, which has my original fiction. What, no deep breath this time? No. See, I got it all out <laughs> without a deep breath. Yay! And you've got it all out this it time. Woo! It. Party for Sandra. <laughs> also, in the description, you will find links to our Kofi page. If you can, if you feel able, if you want to, give a little donation as a thanks for all the hard work that goes into the podcast. We would be endlessly grateful. Uh, merch is at time of recording on hiatus, so I'm not going to direct you to the merch link in the description. Which in I case it's did. not there. <laughs> It might not be there or it might be a different merch link than the one that is currently in the description. We don't know. We don't know. (laughs) So that's all we'll say about merch. Don't forget to um, like, subscribe, follow, leave us a comment or a review wherever you watch or listen to this podcast. We would be endlessly grateful for that. And so we will say thank you very much for joining us in the backseat and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.